that was terrible, JJ. I didn't know what to do. I was scared. I was all alone. Gray was laughing at me. Yeah. I'm on the left-hand side of the screen. This is uncharted territory. Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Alec Burgess. Let's get it. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in live or otherwise, um, watching the video, just listening. No matter how it is you're enjoying or despising our content, we appreciate it. Uh, go ahead, hit the follow, subscribe, like, bell, notification buttons, all those fun buttons that help you keep up with all of our episodes. Again, whether it's live or after the fact... Get those notifications. Uh, do us a favor. Go leave us a review either on Apple Podcasts uh, or Stitcher. So that'll help grow the podcast. Tell a friend about us. Uh, tell your uh, pediatric physician about us. Even if you're 80 years old, call them up. Uh, that might be trouble. They might be not around. Mm. If you're 80 years old and they were your pediatrician, <laughs> that might be tough. But if your pediatrician's still kicking and you are too, tell them anyway. Absolutely, uh, we are live, um, and we are live to talk about the season finale, episode nine of The Last of Us, season one. I'm kind of heartbroken. Last episode hype. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, um, I'm so sad that it's over. Yeah, but it went out with a bang. Literally, um, absolutely. So I want to ask you, JJ, because you've played through this game yes. ooh, several times. Yes. How did it hold up? In comparison to what we're going to see tomorrow when we play through the last part live, are we going to be seeing a lot of uh, similar scenes that we saw on the show, or is it going to be a little bit different? Yeah, so like the two – the scenes um, – most of the scenes that we see that aren't gameplay are shot for shot. Um, nice. Again. Am I going to see a motherfucking draft? Yes, actually, you'll yeah. see you'll see more than just the giraffe. Uh, okay, I'm done. Uh, yeah, so I will say that there was so it was very interesting because they they're in Salt Lake City, right? The shot that they took is not the same, so the background image is not the same, and I'm sure that's because there's not it, there is a baseball field downtown. It, there's right. a baseball stadium for the Salt Lake Bees. Um. But it's not where you would see the background that's in the game. So the ground background includes the big LDS temple and the, you know, all the some of the skyscrapers. But I will say that like the image that they took is very like makes the city seem much bigger than it actually. Is. I noticed that. Yeah, and I was like, shoot, where are we? <laughs> and what it seemed Atlanta? like the image came from, uh, and maybe it was some city in in Canada, maybe that's what, you know, the, they use that or, but if they did, it looked very similar to, a uh, an Eastern shot from where the old, uh, Sandlot baseball field is, but I don't know. I, but the background's a little different because it, it features more of the prominent cityscape of Salt Lake. Gotcha. Um, well, if that's the only thing they changed, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then there was a slight change as to how they're like, overtaken by the fireflies so like the whole smoke grenade um joel getting smacked in the back of the head for sure happens uh, but it, it that happens just a little bit differently but in essence it's the same but for the most part i mean it's a shot for shot 
yeah, like crazy shot for shot. Probably the most, I don't know, last week was pretty shot for shot too, as yeah. we saw playing through. This one might be more shot for shot. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. As far as non-gameplay goes, for sure. I think it's pretty pretty damn shot for shot. And that's good because it's the most poignant part of the game. I mean, if you really get down to brass tacks and, and what – because it's almost like a recap of what they've been through. And like, they have that conversation. I will say that the dialogue is different, even though the shot for shot, like there's no sit down, have this conversation, like where the conversation with Joel and what he tried to do to himself, that's not ever brought up. Like that doesn't happen in the game like there's no how'd you get that scar in the game like that's not that was something that was added for the show and i think it worked for me like especially the part where like i choked up when she she's like time heals all wounds he goes it wasn't time that did it i was like oh because that's what this show and the game is all about right is that that depth of relationship and that growth of their relationship and well for me like that really hits home more than the very subtle aspect of the game because the game never just outright says shit like that Um, oh yeah you get hit with this hard and heavy and it was kind of cool because it's like okay now we've hit that turning point where joel needs ellie more than ellie needs joel yeah which was very cool yeah Um, but they didn't you know waste any time hitting you over the head with it to make sure you took it in stride and realized what was happening yeah well, and I think from a show perspective, and, and that's one of the things that, like, it's tough. And now that we've gotten here, like, I understand. Because the show was much more subtle throughout about Joel's transformation, right? Like, we had – in his movement, like, you didn't get any real indication that he was truly attached to this girl until the end of last episode, When he grabs her and he's like, baby girl, and like, you know, I've got you and whatnot. Like, that was his full on. And you can see it at the beginning of this episode. He's making plans for the future with her. He's, you know what I mean? In the game, there's a little more, like, it happens progressively more. Though there is a huge shift after what we saw last week and and you'll see that more the one thing that i think they missed a little bit of is because the gameplay at the beginning there's more opportunity for shiny getting there's a little more walking like they don't just walk right into the the piece where they have the giraffe they there's some subtle walking through like a checkpoint there's and and then yeah so there's more of that before they get there and Ellie's just so downtrodden. Like, you can tell she was full-on affected by what had happened. And it seems that she's been that way. They indicate or kind of lean into that it's been that way since they left Colorado, which is a long journey. Long hoof to yeah. Solve it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, so I get, like, the needing to really kind of hit us over the head with it in the show because you have – you know, 20 hours of gameplay. Like we've been rushing through the game when I play it yeah. on Tuesdays. I normally am dozens of hours, at least playing it a couple dozen hours playing it because I'm looking for shinies. I'm paying attention. I'm hitting all the story beats that I tend to skip past when we're trying to just run through what we saw on the show. Exactly. 
All right. Now here's the big question. Mm -hmm. Ashley Johnson finally Mm -hmm. makes her appearance as Ellie's mom. Somehow the first 10 minutes is both way too long and far too short. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a final episode runtime, that was what, 42, 43 minutes? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Because I would have appreciated more backstory. Mm-hmm. Maybe the last half of this uh, season, getting mm-hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more, because 10 minutes is 25% of your final episode runtime. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to spend so much time in the backstory. It's too long, but then it's too short because in that 10 minutes, it was such a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm confused on that kind of uh, why they went that direction. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. That was a tough one for me because and, – and kudos to Ashley Johnson because she made you want to see more of that character. Yes. Because that's what she does, right? Like, it, it's amazing to me that she doesn't have more – she hasn't had more major acting jobs than she has because she just oozes charisma whenever she's on screen. I mean, and that's even when she was a little girl, I can't remember. She was on a TV show when she was a little girl, red hair, poofy, curly red hair. And she was like, she was fun to watch back then. I remember as a kid going, Oh, this, this girl's cool. Cause we're, I'm a similar age. Right. Well now, like I watch her and in, 10 minutes i'm like well shit i want that show i want to watch her and marlene come up together because i don't like marlene but i loved anna the 10 minutes we got to see of her right like she's tough she's just i mean it was just wow what a cool character and i wanted more so i'm with you and then I texted you earlier today and I was like, I wish we had more of the gameplay piece that right. we have in the game in this episode. Like I wanted like, and I, you know, I've been saying this for two weeks now since I found out the runtime was going to be 40, the shortest runtime yeah. of any episode this season. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. There's a lot of content in here. And yes, a lot of it's gameplay in the game, but there's conversations that are happening and you're getting a feel for where Ellie's at and where Joel is at now that things have shifted after this whole David incident and his group. And I don't think, I mean, what they did was effective, but I think it could have been even more effective because you could have shown even more the, you see the sadness in Ellie and the the fact that she's changed and that they're coming to an end of their journey and that's affecting her too. But what you don't see is the fact that she has lost almost all of her fear as well. Like the fear that she was hiding with her jokes and things like that. It's not there. She's a harder person. And she actually has this feel like she makes a comment that you don't get in the show, but you get in the game as like a little side conversation. Um, And I don't remember the exact phrasing, but it's something to the effect of. I don't um, like she doesn't worry about being without like she doesn't need Joel to protect her anymore or something like that because and she's worried that she that there is no joy in the world is there's something like it, right so you see that because she can't find just those things and that's where the giraffe comes into play is it shifts her and go okay there are still beautiful things in this world right so uh, we didn't we got a little bit of that but I don't think we got enough of it and I would have liked to have seen more like one more infected attack 
where she it's just nothing to her at this point right like she's like okay right. it's stressful because they're fast and they're mean and they want to kill us but there are worse things out there than the like infected. A, what's even the point type of a thing yeah yeah so i, I uh, but I loved the first 10 minutes, but I'm with you. I'm like, man, you chewed into so much of what you could have done with the episode. Give us a 58-minute episode. Well, I would even have split it into two. Um, sure, you could do that, I mean, too. nine is such an odd number to have when you have eight before it and ten after it. Yeah. <laughs> Either squish everything down into eight or extend it all to ten because I could have dealt with that that flashback, more of it being cut into more pieces, and interchanging that with kind of Ellie and her downer moments mm. because then you kind of get a, I mean, it gives you an idea that pretty much from the get go, her life has not been a pleasant one. Yeah. Um, and this final incident with David in Colorado is kind of the thing that just pushes her over the edge in a very grueling environment in life. Um, and you can understand it and then save our final cut with Salt Lake and the fireflies in the hospital and extend that a little bit because I mean, that whole sequence took like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. That was also. (laughs) They were rushing through that. As we're sitting here talking about it, like, here's, let me throw this at you and see what you think. Um, Because what I think I would have, wouldn't have mind seeing now that I've thought through that and you've brought up that good point of we didn't get enough and yet it was too much because of the, the fact that it was part of the episode that it was why not leave out the flashback part of this episode make it its own episode episode nine is ashley johnson or anna and marlene coming up together and you can skip time show them before the infection that they or the the outbreak they knew each other's kids show them as teenagers getting into trouble together doing dumb shit show them immediately after like we saw joel and tommy immediately into the infection right and how they show them for god's sake starting the fireflies together or joining them at the very least and then showed us have it end with this moment or not quite end but then we have this moment we got of anna coming back anna getting infected giving birth to to ellie and then as an ending show and I know why they didn't do this part because they didn't indicate that Ellie even knew who Marlene was in the first episode. Like it seemed like she didn't even know her. And in the game, you get to realize that Ellie knew Marlene and Marlene wouldn't let her join the fireflies because she promised her mother to keep her safe. And you knew Ellie knew that Marlene knew her mom because Ellie Marlene gave Ellie the knife and all that stuff. So that's indicated in the game here. It's not, but I would have loved to have seen she gives birth and then we show, or at the very least, based on where you've set it up, show Marlene giving Ellie to whatever, you know, orphanage or to Fedra or whatever it was that they did. Why can't we see that? Like, I think that would have had an impact bringing it full circle We've seen where everybody's come from now, where they've started, where they've been. And now we get to see the ending of these two characters that we love. And to your point, if we have a full episode 10, that's nothing but Salt Lake City. We get to explore a little bit more of that heavy feeling that Ellie's got. We get to explore a much more timely version of Joel losing his shit. Um, Oh, yeah. 
because that's a great part of the game. And yeah, I mean, and it's, I liked the way they did it, but I think I would have liked it a little more of the non almost silent music overpowered. Like I wanted that near the end. Give me at the beginning, cruel, just dastardly Joel. You know what I mean? Like have, have the first few of them, like where he's just mowing people down and some people are, because there you go through a lot of enemies in the game. And I get that they've made tried to make it a little more realistic in the show. But I think with that motivation that Joel had in the in the show, it would have made more sense to have more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you can up the ante a little bit and show kind of uh more parallel to the game. Right, because the game, you know, you have these endless amounts of enemies. The show is kind of toned it down a little bit to both be realistic. But if you're ever going to break that, this would be the moment to do it. Yeah. And nobody's going to be mad at you for it. Like, no, because, because it's, it's the final episode. It's wrapping up the season. It makes sense to go big. Um, and then yeah. you, you know, can really dive into kind of the cinematic aspect of things as well and leave everybody feeling really, really good. Because I'll be kind of honest. I liked the episode, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Like it was, oh, okay, you know, cool. We, we, we're done. Um, and I think kind of what you're talking about with having an episode nine that was just straight flashback and then episode 10 that finishes off. Game of Thrones has done that well in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and other shows have done it as well where you kind of, you know, you get to this where it's about to wrap up and then you take a huge step back and look at kind of the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. which is amazing because all it does is build hype for the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I think would have been very, very cool because now we get to spend 45 minutes, 43 minutes, you know, keep the same rum time. That's fine. But it's yeah. all in Salt Lake. You're dealing, you understand a little bit more about why Ellie is, you know, kind of a Debbie downer at this moment. Um, you know, you can introduce all these other things leading to it. Then it makes it more impactful when Marlene is okay with cutting her brain open, even though she mm-hmm. protects, you know, she told her mom that, you know, she's going to take care of her. Like it, you could show that, you know, like you were saying, give it to the orphanage or Fedra or wherever it is. You know, maybe you could do a couple scenes there of Marlene watching Ellie growing up mm-hmm. from afar, a little cut scene in episode nine. That way it's more impactful because I wasn't buying it. You know, she's like, I promised her mom that I keep her safe. Yeah, I was like, up until the point that it's like, you know, the first time we meet Ellie, you've got her locked in a bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the heck, dude? Um, You know, you had no compunctions about dropping her dead. And if, you know, she had been bitten and infected when you found her. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's like, oh, that goes all at the window for the greater good. And blah, 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 blah. So I think if we had an episode nine to really explore that relationship, I would have liked it a lot better. Yeah. As it stands, you know, I'm excited because the show's been great so far, but it's not like other things we have reviewed where I'm like, I cannot wait for season two to come around. At this point, I'm hoping season two is Anna and Marlene. (laughs) 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 <laughs> or exploring something else, exploring a little bit more of this world rather than just going straight to gameplay. Well, I think I'm excited for season two because I know what's coming. 
And I know that they ramp up the darkness and the emotion and the, there is not, people are going to be mad about season two and season three. They're going to be pissed. And I'll tell you right now. Yeah. They're going to be pissed. I'll leave it at that. Um, And I know that you've watched. I know why they're going to be pissed. (laughs) Yeah. You've watched Oshi. So you understand there's a couple, there's probably three different reasons they're going to be pissed and, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be pissed. There I know the first people one. that will stop watching this show because of the way that they take this show. It's yeah. not an easy thing to look. There's a reason I love it. It's because it's hard to play. It's a hard game to play. Yeah. Across I the was, board. I, I didn't know anything about the first of first game before OG started playing the second game. Mm-hmm. So my introduction to last of us mm. was the first 30 minutes of mm. game two. So yikes. When I was hit with it, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. And then, you know, coming back and getting a little bit more of the whole story. I'm like, Oh yeah. I get it now. Cause she like was upset. I, I, (laughs) I had to turn it off when you get through that first segment. I had, I took about a two day break. Yeah. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't process it. And then I got about halfway through the game and I had to turn it off again for another two or three days because I couldn't process what they were making me do. Like it just didn't work in, it worked beautifully because it didn't work for me. You know what I mean? That's great storytelling when you, and I think a lot of people are seeing that with this episode because a lot of people are up in arms about the way Joel acted and the fact what he did, what he did because it's a hard choice, right? Like the world or what's left of it and one person, you know what I mean? That how much impact can she make without what makes her special being that she's immune and how many, like you can't recreate that not safely. Right. I mean, right. And then you're volunteer, you're asking somebody else to volunteer. So it's like, Oh man, it's rough. And I, so it's, but the, if you think what you watched this season was hard to watch, and the emotions were high. You got this was nothing compared to two. Two is rough <laughs> when it comes to the emotion. Like there is a lot of emotional shit happening. And not the least of which is having to watch these two characters deal with the way that this show ended. Like that conversation, you know, it's not the end of it. And man, it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of emotion coming. Um, yeah. Fanmaster. Last was now over. Now we have one to two years for season two. Yep. Yep. It's going to be hurtful. Hopefully they figure it out quicker than later. Um, I, yeah. I know. You know, I gray zero choice for Joel. He's become a father. No father would choose otherwise. I, you know, Excellent I, analogy. Yeah. I, and that was just so you know, Alec, that was going to be my next question. Would you do the same thing, Joel? Did? Oh yeah, oh <laughs> easy. Yeah, yeah. After I've hoofed it across the country with this kid that I didn't want, but ended up liking. Yeah. Um, after Tess got killed on the same job, way back in the beginning. After your punk ass, Marlene, beat me to the facility, and I left earlier because of all the bullshit I had to go through. One hundred percent, I'm taking the kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm wiping your facility to the freaking yeah, cost. yeah, like 
everybody's dead. And I, you know, and I'm there too, like all of those reasons, I agree. But I also think of it like they, and this is something that, um, that has bothered me about the game too. But Gray has a good point before I get into that. Uh, he was full on tunnel vision and probably flashbacks of Sarah. Yeah, I loved the visualization of him losing it. Like, because you watch that. Oh, no, it looks like we lost JJ. This is awkward, guys. This has never happened before. I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to change. Uh... Hey, I'm back. That was terrible, JJ. I didn't know what to do. Hey, I was scared. I was all alone. Gray was laughing at me. Yeah. I'm on the left-hand side of the screen. This is uncharted territory. Yeah, Anyways, good. I, I got I got to cock my head to the other side this time looking at you. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, my computer just decided it wanted to kick me off the internet for a millisecond. So, um, yeah, so to Gray's point, full tunnel vision, like I love that switch of face. Like you could see the emotions were turned off at that point. Like it was everyone's going to die and I'm going to save this girl and there's nothing, no one's going to stop me. And I love that. I love the the visualization because you got that in the show and you don't get that in the game because you are, Joel. You're just running through murking people, right? And so that's, I love the slowdown. I love, because I love the music of this game and show so much too, just thoroughly enjoyed like how they went almost silent and all you could hear was Gustavo Santalaya is just beautiful music in the back. Like it was awesome scene. I will say that for me making that choice, like I think a little, and I, I've not ever, I've never, I've had conversations with people about it, but I've never heard anybody say, oh, I, most people say, I didn't think about that. But what drives me crazy and has, from day one, when I went through the game, what's driven me crazy. One of the things about it is that they act like it's just a simple thing to make this vaccine. Right. Like, look, it's not easy to make a vaccine in our modern world with everything working the way that it does. And and even if you in the modern world eliminate the need for the FDA's approval in our country and, you know, the, the, the testing and everything in a world where shit's barely running and like the hospital. Sure, I'm sure they have some of those things. They have power, but you don't have a test sample. You don't have. And you're only going to get one shot at this. Like, and I will say, I will say that I appreciated one thing that they added to this episode that wasn't in the game was though there was a little more explanation of how they were going to use what she had going on and what, why she was immune and how that would impact. That made a lot more sense, but I'm like, okay, so you just told me that you can recreate this fungus shooting signals to itself so that she's immune it doesn't attack because it she it thinks that she is it because she's always had it how do you you just make it seem like you can just snap your fingers and recreate those signals that are firing fuck off i you have one doctor in a facility that's run down and hasn't been used for how long or barely been used for how long it's not that simple so in my head i'm like you're you're killing this girl for the chance of creating a vaccine it's not a guarantee no plus it's a firefly doctor so he's probably only got like two or three years of medical school under his belt <laughs> it's well and i mean that's the other thing and that's i don't want to 
I don't want to get spoilery, but tomorrow when we're playing the last episode, feel free to because we meet this doctor again later. Okay. He doesn't look like he went through medical school 20 years ago and is still. <laughs> you got it, boss. And so I appreciated that this version that we see in this in the show was a little older. He had some gray hair. So he may. But he at best, this guy 20 years ago is still fresh out of medical school at best. Yeah, not a lot of clinical hours put in. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that we can just be so certain that it's OK to, to end this girl's life in order to create guaranteed create a vaccine or a cure. I'm not buying it. And if I'm Joel, it's not worth that risk by any stretch. Um, and Gray also brings up, I doubt a lot of gamers really internalized his true pathos while smoking fireflies. Um, Correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, look, I get to murk a bunch of guys. Like, that's got him. <laughs> sneak around, shoot through windows. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I, it is, I think that's my favorite part of all of this show. But this episode, because I will say, I'm with you, Alec. I think... It was almost anticlimactic of an episode based on last episode. Eight and nine, going from eight to nine, nine took a hit because of that. Because eight was probably, in a lot of people's opinions and mine, more emotional for the two of them than even this one could be. And there was a lot of emotion. I think this was the most technically emotional episode we've had most powerful in so many ways, but I think it suffered because of last week being as intense and struggling as it was. And that's why another reason I think that having an intermission episode that separates those two and gets you out of the emotion of these two characters could have really served this episode. Well, I think having that separation, but going from right from very intense emotional episode to very intense emotional episode didn't help this episode as much as it could have. Not to say it was bad. I loved the episode. Yeah, that's a tricky part because I liked it too. Yeah. But I was sitting there, I was going, you know, as a finishing kind of tie the knot type of episode, I was just kind of like, mm, okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, didn't so do yourself any favors. Yeah, doing nine episodes instead of interjecting something with like I said, I think you could have done an Anna and Marlene backstory for an episode, and it would have given you that separation. And then we get to to ten or this episode, and we're reminded of the emotion. And I think the emotion would have been even more powerful than it already was, right. based on that. Now that's just my opinion. I'm not a movie maker, even though maybe I should be, but. What's our verdict, movie makers? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Patent if, pending. If I had that kind of funding, <laughs> I don't know I'd be doing this at all either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but uh, again, overall, just it was a great episode and I, it was a great finish. And I, I really, if I didn't believe in Pedro Pascal before, which I did, but I re definitely do after this episode. Like he, it about wrecked me. Like I texted Alec, like the emoji with like water crying tears. tears. Like, yeah. And that happened after when they were sitting in that spot. And he, as soon as he said that line of it wasn't time that he, that healed, I was, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Out there coming. Wipe. I was like, I'm not crying. You are you dick. It it's funny. raining. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, uh, I swear. 
Gray brings up a great point here. Mm. Uh, it looks like they uh, shot this as if they wouldn't get a second season. Kind of, kind of a good way to put it. Yeah, felt felt a little bit rushed um, near the end. I'm glad you saw that because I don't have that comment yet. So, oh, gotcha. So you may want to watch comments because I'm in the lag again because my internet. I think got to watch comments. Got it. All right. Well, yeah. do you have anything else, JJ? Um, I don't. I, I'm again. I'm kind of torn. Like. Yeah, the right, great baby girl line. Yeah, that one got me too last week. But I think because of the emotion, like the the hype of her bashing in David's face with the, I wasn't as the emotion didn't get me on that one as much as this one where it's kind of a downtrodden and they're both in this weird emotional place and then they have this cool moment with the giraffes and then they have that conversation and I'm like, oh my heart can't take it. <laughs> and then I also know what's coming, which doesn't help. I'm like. I know that he's getting ready to murder an entire freaking slew of fireflies because yeah, it's rough. And I hate Marlene. Boom, boom. Okay. That's all I got. I don't got anything else either. All right. Well, we'll, well I'm sure we'll talk more spoilers tomorrow. Oh yeah. We're going to go deep into spoilers. Yeah. I we'll, got, I got a couple things I would like to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, that was my biggest uh, fear coming into this last episode. I was like, how do I talk about this episode and not talk about what's coming? But you can't talk about what's coming more than what we did. I think we probably talked more than we should have, even with telling people to, they're going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this from Gray. Well, she's gone. Ding dong. <laughs> That's right. Bye bye, Marlene. Stupid Marlene. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's why I've always been mad at us because like you're doing this over something that's not a guarantee. And I get the whole, you like, you know, fingers crossed this creates a vaccine, but wishing one hand shit in the other is always my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I hate the idea of of ending someone like that on a hope, you know, especially exactly. a 14 year old girl. Fuck off. Anyway. All right, Alec, before I get mad and fired up again and we start talking even deeper and repeating ourselves, tell everybody where they can find us when they're not watching us live. Happy to. Uh, thank you for joining us as we wrap up the season finale of The Last of Us. We'll be going live tomorrow for the final playthrough of part one. Can't wait for the draft scene. It's going to be dope. <laughs> if you've been with us for the entire run of this season, we appreciate the listens and hope you continue to swing by for all our new releases mm -hmm. we are still going live on thursdays for mandalorian season three and i'm sure there'll be something else when that is done that will lead to more live shows as they are the most fun for us we get to interact with you in real time it's amazing uh special thanks to our wonderful patron ginge binge appetite you are truly a gift to humanity if the guys have if you guys haven't been turned on to lifelong what's our verdict listeners what can we do to change that let us know. And if you are a lifelong listener, join us on Patreon, where every dollar earned goes towards lengthening Matt's Hawaii vacation so he stays away from us. If you would like to listen to other content like our movie releases, tough squash. We have none. Just kidding. You can find all of our content on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Ghana, and YouTube. Just search for What's Our Verdict. With that, I'll send it back to the Raja of Rap, the behemoth of bust, a uh, JJ. Thanks, buddy. I, it's really fucking with me being on the right side of the screen right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, it's weird. Um, Thank you for the laugh, Gray. I appreciate you laughing at my lame jokes. Oh, yeah. God, I'm, oh, they're all oh, I just got. 
all the comments at once, including <laughs> fun, fun to smoothies. smoothies. That's going into next week. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell Matt's and you appreciate the smoothies. Uh, yeah, join us tomorrow. It should be fun. We're going to deep dive, finish up the game, and then we'll have some discussion. So if you want to be in on what I play next, because we are going to keep it going, we've decided we're going to continue to play games. Uh, I have promised to play part two. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to start that game again yet, but I will play it. Um, so, yeah, join us. Tell us what you want us to play. We're going to be just goofing around. So we'll see you tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic. Cinematic.